You know, uh, COVID has been incredible. Uh, this morning, all kinds of stuff happened with our tech stuff, our cameras. I mean, I, just you name it, we had issues today. And uh, But in the midst of issues, you just work through them. You know, we had thermometers that we paid a whole lot of money for that didn't work for a little while, and then we bought stuff to fix. It's just amazing what happens on any given Sunday at ICF Rome. If you're new to us today, uh, this is just a small portion of our congregation. Um, Because of social distancing, um, stuff happens. And so that's why the big gaps and the signs and all kinds of stuff. But I'm here to announce to you today that starting in just a couple weeks, we will be going to two services. That's starting uh, the second week of October, so we can get through communion. Communion's always served here the first Sunday of the month, online and live. But starting the second week... And this will make you have to work a little bit harder because we've got so many people wanting to come to church. And because they're not quick like a lot of you, uh, the registration process, you Saturday night people check-in time, I'm sorry, you won't get a chair. And, And so it's a good problem. It's a great problem. But that's why we've had to go to two services. And so you can see the time. The first service starts at 10. Everybody say 10. The second service starts at 11. Wait, wait, wait. I'm the teacher up here. I said that on purpose because some of you have got in your brain that for all these years I've been here, that's what time we started church, right? So if you show up at 11, the service is over. You'll be walking in when people are walking out. And because of the rules and regulations, we have to have a certain amount of time to get you out of the room, 10 o'clock people, clean the room, and then re-enter the next wave of people. So we're going to need a whole lot of people to help us with these transitions. So over the next number of weeks, there there are team members that uh, will be trying to formulate their teams to help us do all the rules. And But I got another thing we should pray for. Turn this down a little bit. We should be praying that the prime minister makes the announcement this week that things are going to change. We don't know yet. His announcement's coming this week, all right? We don't know what he's going to say. He's been very mum for some reason this month. Usually he announces it prior to, but he's held out to the end. For some, He's driving me crazy this month. And it could change some things, okay? But as of now, this is what's going to happen, okay? So at 10 o'clock and 1145. And if you come a little bit early for the second service... You may have to wait depending on the time. You'll be given 15 minutes to enter the room. Same thing, temperature, check-in, da-da-da-da-da, okay? Got it? So we're going to try this. Uh, The executive team felt it would be good that we try this for two months. So we're going to try it in the month of October. We're going to try it in the month of uh, November. Towards the end of November, we will figure out, is this new system working? Okay? So I know it's a whole lot of different, but you early, let me find out how many's early risers in the room. Yeah, yeah, so half the room, that's good. All you late risers, you need to figure out how life happens, okay? 
You need to figure out that if you get up early, more things happen good. You get up late. I was shocked at some of the people that just didn't raise your hand. Okay? Get up early like your pastor does at about 7, 6.30 every morning, and we get to action, okay? Now, I'm the oldest guy in the room. Maybe not. Ben's a little bit older than me. But other than that, get up early and let's go to, go to town. All right, so it's 10 o'clock, 11.45. You get a choice. Now, you got a couple weeks, and they'll, the kids will upload that stuff when it's time for you to do the registration. But for next Sunday, you know, it's the normal. So still have to register. Next, serv- next week's service is at 11 a.m. Everybody say 11. Some of you didn't speak. 11. All right. On your uh, seat is a uh, declaration that was the week uh, that Pastor Jen preached. And uh, we did the signs that week. And uh, because of the dance and other things today, I just have put up the, the first one and the last one. But so many of you asked for those uh, declarations that she taught you a few weeks ago, we put them on a paper for you, and then this is your process of prayer. So the process is there for you. I felt like you should have that. Throw it in your Bible. Uh, take a screenshot of it so it's on your phone, however you want to do that. Uh, I also want to say thank you to all the leaders um, for your service this past year. Um, it's, it's amazing how things went <laughs> this year, and um, I, I, I'm just so proud of you, and some of you were new and young leaders being raised up, and, and you did such a great job. And, and so, so that you understand, uh, we are making some adjustments to all of that process. So if you have served, God bless you, thank you for doing that. And you, everyone will be interviewed over the next number of weeks because we're going to change the format of the leadership structure in our church. And that's had been, it came out of our week of prayer and fasting uh, when Pastor Jen and I went away, but I had been pondering it prior to, you know, our church is fixing to explode numerically. Um, even more so than we have. When we get this new building, hopefully COVID will be over and we get into our new facilities and we will have a, a lot more room, parking, all the things that are necessary for a church to grow. You don't have to walk in the rain forever. And I mean, just like some of you do, God bless you. And um, the, the building is right next to a train, a, a metro stop and a train. It's just all so many good things about the new facilities. Now, we haven't told you a lot about it because in the middle of COVID, all things are just kind of on pause right now, all right? So you'll get a whole lot more information. But as we launch into this coming fall season and for next year, uh, we're going to make some structural changes. And... Um, and, and it's going to be for a healthy church. I believe we're a healthy church right now. And I think it's our moment to make some changes and some adjustments to our structure. So um, I'm still going to be the pastor, and it's all going to be good. <laughs> and Pastor Jen will still be in charge of a whole lot of stuff, but uh, it's all going to be good. So if you're new to us, um, I'm sorry that this is going to be over in just a few moments, but we are restricted to one-hour time frame. 
and uh, we've taken a whole lot of time in this service today to give you a whole lot of information, um, but I have to finish this message. This series has been powerful. Faith moves our prayers. So the Bible says in Matthew chapter 17, verse number 20, he replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing. Everybody say nothing. Nothing, nothing will be impossible for you. So from our recap so that we're going to fly through this, if you start a prayer, it's talking to God. And there's a journey of that. You have the hand out there. If you've never been this month, you don't know this whole series. And, but you, when you get to number nine, there's the answer. Now, there's a journey to get to the answer, but there's the answer. So you have, uh, in the process of your prayer journey, there's going to be some things that happen. But I can tell you, have faith. Last week, we started with prayer pray in faith. You, you pray. You pray expecting. When you pray in faith, you're expecting something to happen. You don't pray thinking nothing's going to happen. I pray expecting something to happen. Hello? Then you pray believing. That was point number two from last week. I believe that my prayer is about to be answered. I don't pray the prayer expecting, nah, God's not going to hear this prayer. I pray believing that the prayer is going to be answered. Okay? Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is too, there's not a mountain too big. But he says that to you. And then today we wrap up this series with pray with dominion authority. You got to pray with some authority. You got to pray with some power. Now, I'm not talking about louder. I'm just talking about with the authority that God gives you. So my definition for that is talking with God, using the authority to take control over our situation, your situation, or a sickness, or an attack of the enemy. You pray with the authority, you're going to take control of that situation, not that you're going to lose not that it's going to beat you up. Not that. You're not going to pray that way. You're going to pray, God, we're going to take control of this situation because you are for me. And greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The attacks of the enemy, the mountains in my life are not bigger than the God that I'm serving. Or I'm praying to because I'm believing that something's about to happen. Take control of it. If you haven't figured this whole ballgame out yet, the enemy has a purpose to defeat you. He's going to find your weaknesses and attack those areas. And you've got to understand that the God we're talking about is bigger than the enemy's power. The God's power is bigger than the enemy's power. Do you believe that? I said, do you believe that? God's power is bigger than the enemy's power. I wrote this. I felt God drop it right in my lap as I was writing that line. Your rock is bigger than the enemy's stick. 
Some of you may have to think on that a little bit longer. Your rock is bigger than the enemy's stick. 1 Samuel 17, 45 said, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defied. He was 17 years old when he said that statement. He was 17 years old when he said that statement. Gave a lot of numbers last week. We put them on. They have, numbers had significance. Because some of you think, well, I'm, I'm too young to pray like that. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm too old. No, 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 no. I got too many issues. No, 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 no. If David could say that kind of powerful statement that this guy is saying a few thousand years later to tell you that the age is no restriction for God's power to show up in your life. The age is no restriction for God's power to show up in your life. Your rock is bigger than the enemy's stick. He, you know, nine foot, six inch tall giant. Javelin, sword, spear. Some of you get it later. You come against me, here's his words. You come against me. You come against the Lord. He's almighty. You got to understand who your God is. He's the Lord Almighty. He's the God of the armies of, and I had him put a blank there for you. Go back to the blank. That blank is the God of the armies of, say your name. Say your name. You don't know your name? Say your name. The God of the armies of. You got to pray like that. The God of the armies of. Come on, church, the God of the armies of. If you pray with that kind of authority, you understand that this big God is going to show up in your little life to do something amazing. And the authority that he's given to you is so that you can take out the giants. I'm telling you. See, it's not about your age. It's not how long you've been serving the Lord. It's not about the backgrounds that you've come from. It's not about your mistakes or your previous sins. It's not about how long you've been in church. It's a belief in God's word that he has given you the authority just like his word declares. In Luke chapter 10, verse number 19, look. I've given you authority to tread on snakes and on scorpions and on the full force of the enemy. Nothing will hurt you. And those of you that were with me on week number two, you understood that we were going after the enemy. He's given you the authority. That's the authority God gives. And when does that happen? It happens in prayer time. It happens in prayer time. It happens in prayer time. 
So when you start praying, something's about to happen. You start the process. God's waiting on you to start speaking. God's waiting on you to stand up and say, okay, I've got this, God. In the name of Jesus, something's going to happen. See, I'm telling you that in this prayer time, you start speaking his name, and it's up for you to release the sound of his name. You're going to get this in just a minute. I'm telling you, when you start this journey of prayer, you start saying Jesus, and something is going to start happening. I'm telling you, you use his name, and something is going to start happening. I'm telling you, if you use his name, something is going to start happening. Because at his name, things are going to happen. At the name of Jesus, the name brings the giants down. At his name, he brings the walls down. In his name, he heals the sick. In his name, he delivers the oppressed. In his name, he calms the storms. In his name, he brings peace. In his name, he brings home the prodigals. Oh, in his name, he moves the mountain. Speak to the mountain in his name. Now, some of you, maybe my new friends today, saying, what is that guy doing up there? He's yelling a lot. I only know one way. I'm not a boring style guy that's going to read to you a little list of things. I believe when you speak the name of Jesus, something has got to happen. It's got to get into your heart. It's got to get into your spirit. You've got to have a belief system in your heart that when you start this prayer, something's going to happen. It may not happen overnight, but it may happen the next week. Or in my case, it happened a year later. But all I can tell you is when you start speaking his name, something is going to happen. It's called authoritative, believing prayer. I'm going to say it again. Authoritative, believing prayer. If you don't write anything else down today, you write that down. Authoritative, believing prayer. So I'm here to tell you today, shout his name. I'm telling you, shout it. When you start shouting his name, things are going to start changing. When you release his name, the heavens just start opening up. Are you listening to me today? When you start saying his name, all the demons in all the earth start scrambling around. When you start speaking his name, I'm saying release the name of Jesus. Release him over your home. Release him over your children. Release him over your spouse. Release him over your job. Release him over your relationships. Release him over the sickness. Release him over the destinies that you you have. Release him over the difficulties that you may be saying that mountain is so big. God is bigger than the mountain. His name is Jesus. There's no other name but his name that can move this situation. There's no other name but his name that can release the captives. There's no other name that can defeat the enemy. His name is Jesus. Would you say his name today with me? Jesus. Say it again, Jesus. 
You want to pray? Speak his name. You don't know what to pray? Speak his name. It's been too long? Speak his name. You can say his name. His name is Redeemer. His name is Resurrection. His name is Power. His name is Joy. His name is Freedom. His name is Shama. His name is Elium. His name is Jira. His name is Shalom. His name. His name is Jesus. The name that's above all names. And if you haven't gotten anything else out of this month of prayer, this series on prayer, I pray that you understand that at his name, something will happen good for you. He only knows how to give good gifts to his children. He only knows how to heal. He only knows how to deliver. He only knows how to set you free. He only knows how to bring provision to your life. He only knows how to bring blessing to your life. It's his name. Hallelujah. 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 As we conclude this series on prayer, we pray it has been a blessing to you and to your family, to my audience around the world of 100,000 people or more that's watching us today. I want you to know, my friend, you're not too far away. Say, I'm not in Rome with you. You're right with me. I'm looking right at you. And there's somebody sitting on their couch right now. And the doctor has said to you, you're not going to make it. I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus, healing's going to come to your body. You're going to get up out of that bed. You're going to get up off of that couch. And a miracle's going to happen because you've said his name. I'm looking right at you, camera. I'm looking right at you, buddy, that's sitting on that chair. I'm looking right at you, mama, that's been praying for your son to come home and get out of the drugs and get out of the stuff. I'm telling you, the prodigals are coming home today. you got to speak his name. And when you say his name, I don't care how far away, whatever country you're in, God is about to come through for you. God is about to come through for you. Hallelujah. Today, I feel it's so important that we spend our last six minutes praying. I want you to stand to your feet. Charles, I want us to begin to call on his name. You know your situation. You may be saying, I know it's difficult. I want you to just start simply saying his name. His name. His name will heal me. His name will bring the provision I need for my life. His name will solve this situation. Will you say his name with me, Jesus? Jesus, 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 Jesus. Call on his name, church. Call on his name, church. Call on his name, church. This is going to be your moment. You've got four more minutes in this room, and we're going to call on his name. The names that sets captives free. The names that deliver people. The name that heals. The name that sets us out and brings us to freedom. The name. It's his name. It's his name. Say his name. Say his name. Say his name. Say his name. 
says, my problem's too big, say his name. I've been praying for a while, say his name. <laughs> Hallelujah, I haven't seen the answer yet, say his name. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, how I love his name. Oh, how I love his name. At his name, something's about to happen. At his name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. His name. His name. Because he knows your name. He created you. You've heard me say it so many times. If he created you, he can fix you. His name. His name. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, today for your people, God, there's a lot of people in this room, a lot of people that have watched online. God, we're saying your name because at your name something happens. When you walk into the room, something changes. The atmosphere changes. The heavens open up and the angels' armies start coming down. Lord, send the angels. Send the answers. Send the solutions. Send the miracles. Send it, God, I pray. Send it on down today, oh God. We're going to speak your name. We're going to declare that you are our God. We're going to declare that you set us free. We're going to declare it, oh God, today. Hallelujah to God. God, for those people in this room that don't know you as Savior, I pray that right now they invite you into their life. Friend, if that's you, just say, Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, change my life. I can promise you he will do it instantly. Jesus, change my life. Jesus, come into my life. I ask for forgiveness, God. Change me, oh God. Lord, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Wanting to speak to someone right now, maybe many of us, maybe many of you, maybe all of us. But this is a season when weariness or discouragement can seem like, oh, it's just, you know, it's this, everything's going on. I'm not sure what's happening with COVID. There's some weird, but I believe there's some specific things that maybe have been affected by COVID, but it's not COVID in your life. It's something else. And you started the prayer, but the answer's not there yet. And this morning, I just feel like the Lord is saying to you, to me, to us, yes, Lenore is kneeling down. You can kneel. But I want you to take that authority and say, God, I will not give up. I know the promises that you have given me. Hallelujah. I will not let go of my family. I will not let go of that victory that you have shown me is on the horizon. I will keep doing it. So right now, I want to agree with you. 
if that's you and you've got a barrier to your victory, you feel like you've had a barrier to your victory, I want you to raise your hand all over this room. There's been a barrier. Father, right now, you see these hands lifted, God. You see them. And God, we come against these barriers in the authority of Jesus Christ. We pray for a breakthrough. I call this mountain to move from here to there. I call these doors to open. I call these hearts to soften. I call these bodies to heal. I call these families to be restored in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you gave us the power to pray and to see the victory. And we will not relent. We thank you, Jesus. Thank him. Thank him right now for that breakthrough. Thank him for that breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, Lord, thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you for answers to our prayers. God, we're praying believing, authoritative prayers, not wimpy little prayers. We're going to pray believing. God, help us to be people that understand that the rock is bigger than the enemy's stick. That there's not a mountain too big for you. Lord, I bless your people today. God, we're going to hear of testimonies all over the world from this time of prayer. Of miracles. And we're going to hear and we're going to testify of the good things you have done. So take care of your people this week, Jesus. Meet every need of their life. God, today I bring before you my brother Moses that will be leaving us to to have a job in Switzerland. God, that man has been a real blessing to this church. God, I bless him today. God, I thank you for his life and his testimony. God, I thank you. I thank you for him. God, I thank you for all these leaders that have served so faithfully in our church. God, as we open a new season, new leaders, different positions, different strategy, God, that you're going to be working with us and through us. God, it's not our plan, it's your plan. It's not our ways, it's your ways. So God, help us, I pray. I pray blessings upon every family, everyone that's listening to my voice today. In the name of the Father, the name of the Son, the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, church. Thank you for being here. I'll see you next week. Don't forget communion is next week. And please practice the social distancing as you exit today. I love you. God bless Thank you so much for listening today. As you have heard this message, I believe God has spoken to your life. Today, the best decision you can make is to follow Christ, to say yes to Him. And if you want to say that prayer with me, I'd love to pray with you right now. So I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Say it, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I won't do anymore because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, if you just said that prayer, that's the best prayer you've ever prayed. And I can tell you that God's got great plans for your life. 
in a moment, there'll be some information that you'll see online that you can follow up because we're, the relationship doesn't stop now. We've started a relationship where we're going to help you on this journey with Christ. Maybe you've listened to this prayer today and now you're saying, man, I got another need. Or maybe you've already given your life to Christ and you say, I need a miracle. Well, this pastor, this church believes in miracle. And so I want to pray a prayer for you right now that God will do a miracle for you. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for my friends that have listened today. God, there's nothing too big for you. You said we can ask anything according to your will and you hear us. And Lord, when you hear us, you respond to us. And Lord, right now, there are people that are praying prayers all over the world and they're asking you for a miracle. So God, no matter what it is, I pray right now, you will touch them, you will answer their prayer, and a miracle will happen for them as we pray this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer, I can tell you, I can't wait to hear the results of that prayer. So if you just send us a note, the information will be there right after you see this video. And you can say, I want to send that guy a note to tell him what God has done for my life. We love you. And remember, God's got a plan for your life.